Hello folks, welcome to the Nerd One Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent, and today's show we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Secret of the Use. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. So, being a child in the 90s, I mean, this movie was pretty near and dear to my heart. And it still is, it's still good for a watch. And just making anyone feel old, this movie is 30 years old this year. Yeah, 1991 is when this came out. And I could have sworn it was not as old as that. But I came to find out that the first Ninja Turtles movie came out in 1990. And this one was rushed to production, you know, because of the such... You know, positive you know response for the first one that it came out only a year afterwards so we got back-to-back ninja turtle movies and i remember seeing this in the drive-in i know it's phenomenal but as i got older you know watching you know this one the first one and from time to time the third one there's noticeable differences in them so in the first two um you know, you get the really the turtles' costumes, and really any mutant. Uh, they're you know the the suits themselves are made by uh, the Jim Henson um, I think the Creature Shop, and the third one they didn't they went someone else. And you can really tell the difference in them. But on but back to the second one. So a secret they use, like I said, it is thirty years old, and. This one had a dramatic tone shift from the first one, and it was all because of parents' groups. That's right. They felt that the first Turtles movie was far too dark to be a kid's movie, and compared to Day Sanders, it's pretty tame. It's pretty, you know, appropriate for any age kind of feel. So what they did with the second one was that they really made it more attuned to the cartoons at the time. Because the Turtles cartoon has started back in 1987. That's like, what, almost what, 35 years ago, 34 years ago? Wow, I'm old. But, you know, it was back then that cartoon was, you know, for the kids. It was something that, you know, really, you know, was made to sell toys. And it did. I had a lot of Turtles toys myself. But, so for the, for Secret of the Use, you know, a lot of people, you know, people that didn't really take their first one, kind of got their wish with this one in Secret of the Use, where there was a lot more humor to it, a lot more kind of subject comedy. Um, the turtles didn't really use their weapons that much. I know Donatello used his staff a few times. Michelangelo had his nunchuck on him at almost all times and really pulled him out. Did Raph use his size at all? I know Leo, the only time he really used his swords was in the opening scene where he threw him in the ceiling to kick someone. Which didn't make sense. Could have stabbed him. But I guess a little too graphic. But it's kind of one fun thing to look at though. Is that throughout the movie, if you rewatch it, um, you'll see that there most of the time when the turtles enter a place, they have their weapons. You know, Leo has the swords, Donnie has the staff. Ref has a size, but as that scene's going on, there are times when the weapons just disappear. Like, um, one scene I noticed in particular was 
the well really any fight scene really um well the scene where the turtles go to a construction site and the foot surrounds them and Shard unleashes unleashes token razor on them you know all the turtles walk in their weapons you know not armed but they're on them but as the scene goes on leo's swords disappear donnie's staff disappears Mikey still has the nunchucks. Raph, I think, still has his size, but they're never used. They're never pulled out because they're saying, you know, one criticism of the first one was that the turtle used their weapons a lot, and being a quote-unquote kids movie, they didn't want um, kids to be so influenced that weapons were a good thing. I mean, okay, I guess I get it. Kind of fun part as well. If you ever watched the original, the original cartoon, um, Michelangelo, for most of the part, doesn't have his nunchucks because they're considered too violent. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Being 2021, things seem a lot different. Like, nunchucks are not that <laughs> violent anymore. Um, so, the title for Sigur of the Use originally was going to have a different origin. So, in the movie, it's explained that a random batch of chemicals is exposed to you know, different ways of radiation, and that's how the ooze becomes into being. Um, originally, the ooze was going to be of not alien origin, but have an alien component in there, like an alien element. And that was, how, that was what the secret would have been, that really the turtles and any mutants affected by the ooze were quote-unquote of alien origin which apparently that's why michael bay wanted to do you know that in his original reboot thank god he didn't now just made the movies or they weren't bad reboots but it wasn't great um one thing i kind of noticed because i just rewatched this recently that since this was more of a kid's movie there are some pretty dark moments to it if you think about it so, probably the darkest one was, you know, Raph gets captured, of course, being a hothead he is. Um, so, Leo, Donnie, and Mike go to save him. Uh, they find out the foot is in, like, this junkyard. They go there, very light, you know, security. They easily get through, knocking just a few foot soldiers around. Actually, this one time, Donnie uses his staff. And, you know, basically Shredder springs a trap. He captures uh, Leo, Donnie, Mike in a net. And he pulls him up in the air, reveals himself to be alive again. And, you know, we're kind of learning what gonna, what's going to happen. So, it's unveiled that the Shredder has made, like, this, I don't know, this plank or this, like, area of just rusted metal shards and pieces, jagged pieces from the junkyard. And his plan is to basically drop the turtles on top of this and impale them on it. Um, for a kid's movie, that seems a little dark. To me, at least. I'm not sure about you. And then, you know, Raph's tapped to the side. What's going to happen? I mean, Shredder says, you know, first them, then you. I mean... Well, is he going to throw Raph on there too with him? Or is he just going to stab him with his claws? Beats me. Um, 
Another kind of funny part about the movie as well, a kind of scary part, was uh, Toka and Rezar. Because, you know, the turtles themselves, yes, they are humanoid turtles. You know, they're, you know, but they're, um, let's say this. I don't know how to say this, but they're friendly. You know, they have colorful headbands on, they distinguish themselves, they crack jokes, they, you know, torment and tease each other, like brothers would. If you have brothers, you know. But, you know, Toga and Rezar, these are, it's a giant wolf and a giant snapping turtle. So snapping turtle has spikes coming out of the show. The wolf, of course, you know, large claws, you know, large teeth. He drools a lot too. Um, you know, as it, as is explained in the movie, you know, their IQ is severely reduced to the point of infancy. While the turtles, you know, just from being exposed to the ooze, you know, normally, their intelligence increased as their body grew. So by the time they're fully grown, they could speak, uh, they could move on their own, you know, and then eventually it's much more train them, train them in the arts. But Token and Razor are, like I said, infant, you know, minded. Um, that was because the scientist that, you know, get, that was Kenneth with, you know, the ooze, uh, Dr. Perry, I believe. You know, did on purpose just kind of make these two creatures as now basically not as threatening as they could have been but you know it's kind of thinking that you know if they were given the same level of intelligence as the turtles were you know having a giant wolf that could literally rip the turtles in half it's pretty scary thinking and also super shutter in the end just knowing that his hatred for the turtles was so much that he was willing to kill himself along he killed the turtles that was kind of frightening and but the turtles you know kind of use what they are to their advantage and jump into the harbor you know safely and sure once again gets crushed to death where how do you survive being crushed by the trash compactor and not survive being crushed by a building I'm not sure but it's interesting but um kind of a fun piece to this movie as well uh, kind of a fun little backstory I guess is the original um, big bat for this was supposed to be uh, Baxter Stockman because in the cartoons he was a fairly regular force um, feels to remember he was a scientist who you know accidentally gets mutated to a fly becomes basically human fly uh, he was always fun the video games to see like oh cool easy boss because he was easy um but you know the creators uh kevin Eastman and peter laird you know didn't really want him in the movies yet so you know the you know the movie team basically threw out the idea of like let's put krang in there because krang was a huge presence in the cartoon but you know, the, you know, Ethan and Laird want to keep the movie more grounded, so they said no to that pretty quickly. So that's how they brought Shutter back. They didn't really explain how they brought Shutter back, they just brought him back. He just had resurrected from the dead. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing this movie you know, as a kid, and many more times as I've grown up into the person I am now. And 
you know, this movie's always been nostalgic to me. It's fun. It's, you know, witty. But it's kind of funny. As a kid, growing up, I appreciate this movie more than the first one. But as an adult, I kind of almost appreciate the first one more than this one. Maybe because it's just a darker tone. But folks, that's all I got for this time. So once again, I am Vincent. This is the Nerd One Podcast. Do come find us on social media. We're still doing Twitter at Nerd15. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Nerd One Podcast. Our email is nerdonepodcast at gmail.com. But also, if you don't mind, uh, do share the episode. Like, subscribe, uh, follow us on our website, podpage.com forward slash nerd one for all your nerd one goodness, for all your gear, and a way, and a way to support, support the show if you want to support the show. But until next time, stay safe out there, wash your hands, stay clean, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.